in the know for Wednesday, September 7th, the 250th day of 2022. There are 115 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will also have uh, today's water cooler question. It will be your chance to prove that you're the smartest person around the water cooler. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I thought you might be rocking your new, uh, your mash. You got a mash looks like a donor. It does. It does. Uh, you got a new t-shirt from the Red Cross yesterday. I, did. I thought it was yes. cool. Uh, it is cool. And I will wear it at some point. It just, yeah, today. I just, I'm going to start calling you Radar O'Reilly when you wear it because it looks yeah. like you're on a it MASH, really does. MASH 4077. It's funny. Uh, 1,250 people in the United States were asked, surveyed about their plant talking habits and nearly half of them talk to their plants. Do you talk to your plants? Yes. Did you happen to pay attention this morning as no. I walked around? So we had the little doorbell thing or yes. whatever. All right. Yeah, and I was talking to them as I walked around. Oh, you look pretty good this morning. And, you know, oh, look at you go. And you, yeah. So I'm not concerned about you talking to the plants. I am a little concerned if they talk back. Yes, me too. Because then, you know, it'd be a little shop of horrors or yes. something. That would be a little bit more worried about yes. that. I knew you talked to your plants. Yes, you talk to yourself. You might as well I talk guess. to your plants. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Extension Service Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Good to see you. You've been... Uh, so you've had a busy few months. You had uh, Breckenridge County Fair, which is yeah. your home county fair. Then yes. you had the state fair. Mm-hmm. Then you had the Grayson County Fair. Mm-hmm. While you're at it, why don't you throw in a field day yeah. for the cattle? Because you, you're like you're just as busy. You got something big going on tomorrow. Yeah, we do. We have a the cattlemen's are having a field day at uh, the Kevin Eskew Farm off of off of 54, not the one on 54. Okay, and they're going to have a, a a small meal and. A, uh, Kevin Laurent from UK is coming to talk about pastures and, and hay for the winter. And then they're going to do a farm tour, which is pretty cool. They got a nice place. You know, I've always heard, oh, we had a field day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, we had a field yeah. day. And I've always been curious what happens at these field days that make people say we had one and and, and we like to have them. I guess now I know. Yeah, they do. And they're, I, I'm thankful that they were willing to host us. And they, you know, they like to host people anyway. So they're a really good family to have this. And they've got a really good thing going on their farm. And. Uh, the f- people just like to get out and gather and see each other too. That's as much of anything mm-hmm. for these field days is to learn something, but also see everybody. Kevin may be busier in retirement than he's I ever think been he before. Might be. You know, he's uh, <laughs> when I saw that he retired a week or so ago, I thought he's too young to retire. We're in the <laughs> we're the same age. You can't retire yet, but uh, good for him and good for them. It sounds like you all yeah. going to have a have a great time. Sunny with the lower humidity midweek, just in time for your. Uh, for your field day, we'll see rain chances ramp back up as we get into the weekend. Rain chances will return late Friday and into Saturday. Showers and thunderstorms stick around at least through Monday as highs will hover in the 70s for the most part. So that won't be too bad for next week. Mostly sunny, 82 today. Mostly clear, 61 tonight. Could see some upper 50s in the outlying areas. 
And then sunny and a high of 84 is what you can expect tomorrow. Looks like a 6 in 10 chance of rain Saturday, 6 in 10 chance of rain on Sunday. Yesterday we talked about how it was called, it was Telephone Tuesday. And Telephone Tuesday because it was one of the busiest telephone days in our country of the year because summer break is over for everyone. All the schools are back in session. Uh, phone calls that were been been procrastinated or put on hold through the holiday weekend. And so things were really busy yesterday. So I was thinking about, okay, the entire country is back to school now. Colleges are back. You got, you know, depending upon where you are in the country. And so I paid special attention last evening to the national coverage of yesterday was the first day that students went back to school and staff in Uvalde, Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. And so since the tragedy in that community, they had not gone back to, to to school. And, in fact, I don't think they're going back to that same school. I think they've made some changes where they've got some of it walled off because it's just too much. But I saw stories of, you know, uh, parent uh, staff were they were wearing turquoise shirts with a unifying message. And, uh, you know, we, together we rise and together we are better. But I can't imagine being a professional in that educational system and having my own fears and concerns about the trauma that my community has been through, but then having to put on that brave face and welcome all those young people back and their parents, you know, because you you get you got to take care of the the fears of the parents too, and welcoming them back. It must have been just a really emotional day yesterday in Uvalde, Texas. I can imagine it being that way too, but also since it happened there, I would feel like that's probably one of the safest places to be at this current moment. You know, sure, yeah. But at this, ugh, I just. But yeah. everywhere you look, mm-hmm. you know, every, everywhere yeah. you and and most everyone's story is going to be similar. They've all mm-hmm. endured the same type of trauma they were probably you got some kids that didn't go to school last year and you got some kids who have moved on to other schools mm-hmm. and then sadly you've got a bunch of students who you know won't unfortunately won't advance to any future grade and staff as well so anyway it just had to be in a rough rough day and so kind of thinking of uh, thinking of them and trying to get back on their feet uh, also in the world headlines yesterday the united kingdom has a new prime minister Liz Truss is the new UK Prime Minister, so she replaces Boris Johnson. The weekly COVID report was delayed by a day because of the Labor Day holiday, but the statewide report is out for last week. 12,830 new cases, that's down 1,482 from the previous week. The positivity rate is 18.4, which is down from 20, and the deaths in the state last week or 78, which was up two from 76. Locally, I think there were some, like the high, oh, mid-70s, 75 new cases last week, which is down about four. The positivity rate dropped in uh, Grayson County, dropped about four percentage points down to 15.38, but two new deaths reported in the last week attributed to COVID-19 in Grayson County. Over in Hart County yesterday, the news was released that an adult bookstore in Horse Cave has been permanently closed. After a three-year investigation by the Hart County Sheriff's Office and Greater Hardin County Narcotics Task Force showing drug use, sexual activity, and other illegal acts taking place at the business, according to the Hart County Sheriff's Office, the Horse Cave Adult Bookstore, which long ago in the old days was known as the Gent Factory Outlet Mall. I'm old enough to remember when it was an outlet mall. Mm -hmm. And I'll get back to the puzzling part about it. Uh, in just a few minutes, it closed after an August 31st hearing into illegal activity. This investigation started back in 2019. 
they became uh, more aware of some of the complaints they were receiving about activity that was going on in this facility. And then over the last couple of years, they sent in some undercover people to get a very good idea of what was happening and the extent to which it was happening. And so then there was a civil complaint lodged in the last few months that charged the facility uh, with being, uh, I want to get it exactly right, a civil lawsuit against the bookstore charging the business with operating a house of abatement. So basically in a deal with investigators, they said that they would close permanently and there would be a deed restriction placed uh, on the deed that restricted the sale of explicit sexual activity and merchandise in that facility. So basically that was the community's way of saying, if we can just get rid of this problem permanently, if we can get it to go away, we're satisfied to move forward because I know it has had to have been an eyesore for the, the leaders in that community in the years in which it has been there. It has always puzzled me. I don't get through that area much because I have no real reason to ever travel I-65 between Bowling Green and E-Town. Mm-hmm. Rarely it happens, like maybe once a year for whatever reason, if my routing just says I need to get from here to there and that's the quickest way. But it has always puzzled me that amount of prime real estate, which was once an outlet mall, which is in close proximity to a nice interchange there, that this singular business has been operating and all those other, all that other real estate is vacant. So it it puzzles me about who actually owns the real estate, and was it somebody operating this this bookstore? You know that we use that liberally, mm-hmm. bookstore, if you will. And so it also makes me wonder where, if Hart County was not proactive in defining where and or if they were so proactive in defining where it could go that this was the only place in Hart County that it could crop up because I will tell you this people say well we should just outlaw places like that well places to the extent of which they found these places yes but the constitution doesn't necessarily allow you to just say none of these bookstores if you will can exist but what communities can do and cities like Litchfield have done is regulate where it can go in a community and a lot of times they establish such big hurdles for these businesses to jump over that it's just too laborious where they go it's not worth the hassle that's why they that's why in communities across the country you see they're more likely to be in industrial parks or they're away from like they have to be uh, you know, a huge distance from schools and that type of thing. So I don't, I'm puzzled. I have always been puzzled about the proximity of this place, especially when in the, you know, 1990, I shopped there in the outlet mall. And so it just never, it just never, I never understood. So, but apparently it's going away. And my guess is the community of Horse Cave in that area will be, uh, will be better off as a result. I saw, I've not heard anything else about it this morning. But as soon as I opened my Twitter app, I saw a tweet from Kelly Craft that says, I'm Kelly Craft and I'm running for governor of Kentucky because I know our best days are ahead of us. And so she shared a video that had been produced about uh, joining the conservative movement. So long been, you know, long, long been thought that she might, but such a crowded race already, it kind of, when some of the other people got into the race, that said to me, and I were told by people that I trust, that 
that's an indication that she maybe has decided that now's not the right time for her. But in this crowded field, she says she's in. So I don't know the, how that shifts the dynamics of that Republican primary. But Kentucky Derby is limited to 20 horses on the first Saturday in May. Mm-hmm. We may have to limit that. We may need we may need all 20 gates well, for and, the and Republican like, primary. I feel like this is going to be a situation sort of like it was when uh, – Oh, uh, Representative Comer and all of them were in the Republican race. It was like they ran against each other and knocked everybody out. You know, it was a mm-hmm. it was an interesting situation. It's going to be like this again because there's a lot of a uh, lot of. You're familiar with the movie The Accidental Tourist. Yes. <laughs> Matt Bevan was the accidental governor. There was no <laughs> chance he was going to win until Hal Heiner and Jamie Comer yeah. uh, tangoed, and then that left yeah. Matt Bevan basically the one with the least amount of uh, yes. least amount of collateral damage. Federal state officials bring some good news to the eastern Kentucky communities, in particular in Perry County yesterday in the Hazard community. They awarded a check for $8.8 million to the city of Hazard and the city of Buckhorn to construct a water treatment plant that can process 2 million gallons per day. This this is an area that's long had water problems. Mm -hmm. And rather than just singularly replacing what they have, they're building a new one that maybe gives them... Uh, an opportunity for the future to attract other industry or other people. It just is. It, it baffles me that we're in 2022 and we have places in Kentucky that still are struggling with that. I, it, I mean, I know I understand it. It's just it, it still baffles me. I'm with you, Whitney. Uh, I, I mean, I have I have colleagues that I serve with on the executive board of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association that we uh, that said to me, "Oh, you all have county water." Mm-hmm. And I thought. Who doesn't have county water? Well, in, down around Kentucky Lake in those areas, yeah. they're still on wells. And I thought, I, I thought, I thought wells were done with, done away with, you know, years and years ago. There are places so. in this general vicinity, <laughs> in this regional area, that still do not still, have county water. Still using, uh, mm-hmm. wow, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's odd, but yes, um, you know, Martin County, I think, or the city of Martin, yeah, the city, city of, of Martin. Martin. That it had all those problems that sometimes the water ran, sometimes mm-hmm. it didn't. And when it did, you probably didn't want to drink it. Governor Bashir says the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet has begun a project to replace county and state bridges damaged by the devastating flooding that occurred in eastern Kentucky last month. The cabinet will replace or repair more than 170 bridges in eastern Kentucky that were damaged by the flooding. These are bridges serving state and county routes that are among nearly 1,100 sites assessed for damage by the cabinet inspectors after the July flooding. Among the 170 bridges already identified for replacement or repair, about 100 require full replacement uh, replacement or replacement of the bridge superstructure, which is the area at the top of the bridge. If, on the other end of the state, if you're interested in watching some bridge building... You can see the transportation cabinet contractors at work. Construction of the new U.S. 60 bridge, uh, Cumberland River Bridge in western Kentucky, is taking a big step forward in the next few days. Crews will float a 700-foot steel truss up the river and install it. The truss is expected to float from Paducah to the construction site at Smithland, where it will be placed on top of the main piers September 12, 13, and 14. So imagine mm-hmm. a 700-foot steel structure coming upriver, and then they will put it up there on the piers that basically uh, basically forms the bridge. Weather conditions and river conditions could change it a little bit, but the forecast looks pretty good. 
Now, if this interests you, they will have a an uh, observation area that you can go and sit and kind of watch them. I mean, it would be, be really impressive to see that happen. Yeah, so, so it's a, a $63.6 million project, but you can find more information from that's, by the way, the Transportation Cabinet District 1 oversees that project. So if you're looking, uh, go to District 1 on the KYTC website, and they'll have more information for you. Something odd happened yesterday in Lexington that happened at the Calipari residence but didn't have anything to do with the Calipari residence. So Got everybody they, up in a they on arm, Richmond, so. They're on Richmond Road. They're right? on Richmond I've, Road. I've been, by, I've been yeah. by there several times, yes. but I can't ever remember. It's in the, it's in the nice neighborhood. It is. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice area. It is protected by a gate. Yes. Um, but uh, U.K. police arrested a woman yesterday for trying to enter the property of men's basketball coach John Calipari. The a spokesperson said Lexington police were called to assist U.K. police Outside of the residence yesterday morning, the woman who was arrested outside the gate was charged with trespassing and six counts of theft of credit cards from around the country. Officials said the woman was looking for someone who wasn't at Calipari's house and that the theft charges are not related to the Hall of Fame coach. So basically this. Yes, she was trying to get into the property, but it could have been average rich person living there. It didn't have anything to do with the Calipari's. It just had to do with she was looking for someone who wasn't there and yeah. thought that for some reason they were behind the gate. And uh, I don't I'd say there's probably a lot of things involved there. <laughs> probably mm-hmm. so. Yesterday morning, I knew about it right at showtime, but we didn't get a chance yesterday to talk about the passing of former U.K. football coach Guy Morris. Uh, Guy Morris was an interesting... I, I don't mean to devalue his service to the, to UK because I don't mean that at all. But it was a short tenure, mm-hmm. but it was an important placeholder because at a time when the program was the program took a little bit of an upturn in the Mummy era and the Tim Couch era, and like, but then because of Claude Bassett and sanctions, the program just kind of went the other way. But Guy Morris had been on the Mummy staff and said, "I'll hang around." I'll see this thing through and really put together a couple of really good teams that were limited by they couldn't go to postseason play in the first year or so, limited scholarships, but produced some of the iconic names that even you know today, like John Schlarman or Artus Pinner or you know, some mm-hmm. of these some of these icons of UK football from that era. So from two thousand to two thousand two played a very important role which led us to Rich Brooks. Uh, Rich Brooks unfortunately led us briefly to Joker, but then the Joker <laughs> the Joker experiment didn't work, and that led us to Mark Stoops. And so, I'm very grateful for Guy Morris, who after leaving Kentucky in 2002 mm-hmm. to go to Baylor. Yeah. Meant, well, okay, so Baylor's a better job than UK at this time, and probably they they didn't have sanctions. And that, but anyway, they got lured away, but came back home to Kentucky. Yeah. After Baylor and decided, I mean, they're, he's from Texas originally, but yeah. they wanted he finished out his he finished years out in at Kentucky. LCA, didn't he? He was a coach yeah, he for did. But the I didn't know until and I think maybe Sam uh, helped put the story together that I didn't know that he was a line coach at Warren Central in Bowling Green in 2014. You know, I think now that you say that, I do think I remember hearing a little, you know, so there's, something about there's that. a guy who led two Division One football programs. 
in his heyday and then said, I love the game so much. There might have been, I don't know that he had a, a personal connection to Warren Central, but said, I want to spend my Friday nights and my Monday afternoons and my Tuesday afternoons and my Wednesday <laughs> afternoons and my Thursdays yeah. for JV coaching young people for a game that I love. So rest in peace to Guy Morris. I know he was well regarded. Uh, you know, people just held him in such high, re- you know, high regard uh, and got the program on the right track after, uh, you know, how mommy put it in the ditch. So uh, rest in peace to Guy Morris. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Google Commemoration Day. Today, celebrating the anniversary of uh, Google's founding. It was originally called Backrub, don't forget. It's uh, Grandma Moses Day today, and it is Salami Day. So, just a couple of heavy hitters of things yeah. to celebrate today. Uh, salami's okay. I mean, it's... Um, mm. yeah. I mean, you can take it or leave it. It's, yeah, I'll it's, eat it. it's in my top 20 favorite meats. <laughs> in your top twenty, sure, it's easily, okay. it's yeah. easily in the top in the top Is twenty. There only about twenty. I don't know. There's a lot of different meats you can eat. I guess. You know, uh, hey, I'll tell you, you would, a meat that I overlook that probably doesn't get its due. Pastrami. Pastrami is better than I've ever given it credit for. Yeah. I bought some butterball pastrami a couple of years ago, and I thought, boy, this stuff's good. <laughs> so, but I. Listen, I don't want to intrude. Today's salami day. It's yeah. not pastrami day. Give salami day its due and just leave it alone. Here's today. Here's this week's by the numbers. A look at a uh, statistical look at who we are and some of the silly things we do. 83% of us say that if we won the lottery, we'd keep it a secret. Uh-huh. 83%. I think that number's a little high. I don't think 83% of people can keep a secret. Well, that's true, but I, if I did, I would not. You would not know. You know, the subtle, you would know. And Have you seen the picture of the, the they said, I would win the lottery, but you wouldn't know except for subtle hints, and there'd be baloney this thick. Yeah. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or we upgraded from, yes. from salami to pastrami yeah. <laughs> with our lottery winnings. 69% of adults say they feel judged by their partner for their snacking habits. No judgment over here. As I sit here with the pastry crisp <laughs> in my mouth, right? I don't know. I don't know. No judging. I don't think my husband judges me. I don't judge him. He doesn't snack. I wish he did, but he doesn't. So He eats when it's time to eat. Yeah. And just know, well, and, yeah, he's just whatever's there. 61% of couples have argued about whether or not to rinse the dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. I changed that to your, to your children. And then that would be an argument I would have. We've definitely never argued about it. Um, what what I do is I, I rinse them. but And if she doesn't want to rinse them, she doesn't have to. But I, At least they're getting done, right? I rinse dishes <laughs> off. And, I, don't, I don't know why you wouldn't rinse them. Yeah. I mean, some people say you're not supposed to. But like, that's the dishwasher's job. Mm, well, if you've got a really good dishwasher, maybe. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all gunked on there. You, I, the worst thing, the worst thing. Food. Opening up the dishwasher and there's still food on the dishes. Mm-hmm. Like, what a waste! Mm-hmm. Like it got loaded. I'm not even necessarily saying that I loaded it because she's more likely to load it than I am because she's I'm a, good at it. She's a Tetris queen. She's mm-hmm. like and get it all in there. But nobody wants to open the dishwasher and go. There's still food on these dishes. So I'm like a little to help it along. Yeah, like you know, but your kids like dried ketchup in the corner. Like we have the little divided plate, you know. Well, 
like dried ketchup or ranch. Mm-hmm. Hard to get off. Mm-mm. Seemed like to me rinsing. While it might use more water than it should, it seemed like to me it's a it's an inexpensive insurance policy to pull in <laughs> clean dishes out yeah. of the dishwasher when they yeah. come out. Yeah, because when you pull, I mean, when you get the dirty ones, you know, the ones that were left dirty in the dishwasher out, it's more work to get. I was going to say you have to rewash them, but, rinse yeah, them out and rewash them. Because yeah. the, mm-hmm. it, it has now been baked on. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that especially right. that cycle at the end, right. scour or you know, heat to dry <laughs> like, or whatever. Seventy five percent of women think that men over the age of thirty five look ridiculous when they wear a hat backwards. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know the last time I had a hat on backwards. Now it's been a long time since I was thirty five, so mm-hmm. maybe I observed the imaginary thirty five line and said, "No, not after I that." I was going to say, mm. my husband's not. Yes, he's thirty five and he wore a hat backwards last weekend, but <laughs> because he was wearing, a, you know, he was. Doing something with sports, yeah. I remember a time that you wore um, a hat backwards. I know exactly what you're about to say, but yeah. it was a Halloween photo. It was, a, yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, that's but different. you were kind of cute in it, like that. I actually, I, I don't much really cuter. care. I was much cuter then, and I wasn't even yet forty. So, mm-hmm. see, I was still in that. Uh, okay, yeah. I was still in that marginal. You know, so I mean, mm. I guess, but it's three and four. Three and four women think I. I just think if you can, you can, and if you can't, you can't. Yeah. And you should know the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe you should have it. maybe you should have a woman in your life who is capable of Saying, hey. subtly encouraging you without completely killing your ego. Just going, you know, you know, you know what I prefer. I prefer bill forward caps. Yes. That's what you can say. That's my preference. Uh-huh. Not you shouldn't do it, but you know what I really like is yeah. Know, Bill, Bill forward caps is what I, is my I preference. Saying, I don't even think my 10-year-old wears his hat backwards very often. <laughs> well, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. It's because a uh, for for him, a ball cap is not a fashion accessory. It is part <laughs> of a uniform. Oh, no. He wears that thing everywhere he and goes. The he uniform, wears a ball cap The everywhere. uniform requires yes. that the bill go forward, forward. Yes. to provide it. You're not trying to, pr- to protect sunburn on your neck. You're trying to protect sunburn on your face they with have, the bill of your cat. They have boonie hats for that. That's true. 31% of guys have borrowed deodorant from their partner. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you borrow it yes. than go without. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I would have no problem borrowing his That's if right. I had to. Oh, for sure. No shame. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, men's deodorant smells good. I don't. Some of it does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, mine is like shower clean yeah it's mm-hmm. not you know it's mm-hmm. not something that's particularly masculine mm-hmm. and hers is not particularly feminine yeah so it's just smells like the sport one or just, whatever yeah. just use well it. and i've used his uh, because i was too lazy to unpack from a i don't know what trip it was but he has that body three in one whatever it is yes it's shower whatever Listen, I smelled like him all day. I was like <laughs> i was too lazy to unpack my stuff i'm hopefully, like hopefully it wasn't all bad uh-uh Ninety percent of us no longer answer the phone when it's an unknown number. You betcha. Oh yeah. You got it. Yep. Leave me a voicemail. Four percent of us, it, yeah. And if you don't, chances are you were a fake call. Four mm-hmm. percent of us are afraid to ride in an elevator. Four hmm. percent. I don't uh, know if my, that's high or low. My toddler had his first experience with one where he knew what it was over the weekend. Mm-hmm. No, two weekends ago, and he was not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. Yeah. 
he also wanted to go. He was ready to go. He didn't want to get in there and get stuck. So maybe that's what it was. Okay. So I had I remember I was I remember exactly where I was. I was in an elevator in St. Louis. And uh, I was traveling by myself and I was in an elevator and probably someone maybe a little older than Silas, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, the doors open and a kid ran in and grabbed me by the leg and just hung on. <laughs> like, I don't know where we're going, but I'm hanging on to you. I thought that was kind of funny. That is so sweet. So I, I guess for little kids, they think, I don't know what this box yeah. is and what we're doing, but yeah. I'm, not sure that I'm not sure that I'm crazy about it. We talked about cereal yesterday and additional follow-up story. General Mills welcomes back collectible Cereal Squad toys with a tribute to the 90s. What? So, Whitney must recall these. Yes. The Cereal Squad collectible toy characters will be in specifically marked boxes of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Tricks, Honey Nut Cheerios, Cocoa Puffs, and Cookie Crisp. Huh. Buzz the Bee, the Cinemojis, Lucky the Leprechaun, Sunny the Cuckoo Bird, Tricks the Rabbit. I do not remember these. I remember them, um, but we didn't get, of course, we didn't get uh, Kellogg's brand or whatever, or General Mills That's brand very often anyway, but mm-hmm. when we did, it was big time. And so I remember those. Exclusive oh. to this year's collection, Serial Squad welcomes a guest appearance by one of General Mills' most popular characters from the 90s, Wendell the Baker. Mm-hmm. Wendell is the baker behind Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And will be available in limited number of boxes, and only a lucky few That's will will get it. It is mine too. Listen, if I that or I don't crust. buy it because I, it doesn't last. <laughs> I think if these are nineties, like mid even to later nineties mm-hmm. things, that's the difference between. So you know, you were in high school, middle and high school mm-hmm. by the mid to late nineties, and so uh, Whitney was probably you were probably still, mm-hmm. you know. The highlight of your day was getting cereal. getting your cereal. Yeah. You know. <laughs> McDonald's has added a new fall treat to their McCafe bakery menu with the introduction of the new Cheese Danish. The Cheese Danish features a flaky pastry with a sweet cream cheese filling and topped with a buttery streusel and a light vanilla drizzle. So it joins the apple fritter, the blueberry muffin, and the cinnamon roll. I could get behind that. Yeah. Is it cream cheesy, Phil? Or is it more cream cheese? My no. guess is that, yeah, it ha- doesn't it have to be cream cheese? It would have to be. They dip, I mean, the uh, cheese Dan- I mean. danishes are cream cheese, cheese typically. Yeah. Generally, when I see, if you just brought me cheese danish and you said, here, cheese danish, I would say, thank you for cheese danish. Typically, cheese danish is part of a continental breakfast, and there are other things, and I would go for something before the cheese danish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I generally don't like continental breakfast, period. Can, can I get, like, eggs and bacon, and that's mm-hmm. that's real breakfast. But if you put the pastries out there, I'm not going for the cheese Danish first. But if you said, hey, guess what's for, for breakfast? Cheese Danish. I'd say, yay. Mm-hmm. You can take it or leave it. <laughs> I can take it or leave it. But given the choice of other things, I'm leaving it. Yeah. Unless it's the last thing there. There I actually like those, and I don't eat a lot of pastries. I think I like them, too, but there's just something about it. I'm like you. I won't pick it. If I would rather have eggs, bacon, the real breakfast food type, you know, yeah, something sure, with substance. Too. But, yeah, that's more of a go, mid-morning snack. Now, if you put a bear claw up there, 
Absolutely. Yeah, now that's <laughs> right. But, but creamfield donut, chocolate donut, you know, mm-hmm. or chocolate glazed donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want that. And then mm-hmm. the cheese Danish Danish will be. I would pick a brand muffin later. over those. Wendy's has added new Rick and Morty themed drink and combo meals. The Rick and Morty uh, theming is coming, and they're adding Coca Cola freestyle flavors. Some of the freestyle flavors: Portal Time, Lemon Lime. I don't know anything about Rick and Morty. I don't either. And Fruity Land Fruit Punch. Fruity Land Fruit Punch. The Fruit Punch features a blend of citrus, tart, cherry, and orange flavors. The Portal Time Lemon Lime features tart, citrus, and sweet lime flavors. Okay. And then some other Rick and Morty thing. Hot Honey Not Bird Person Combo. I have no idea what any of this means. And Riggedy Riggedy Wrecked Combo. Okay. I think if you know, you know. If you yeah, like Rick and Morty, thing. then you probably know exactly what the... There may be some people that just went, oh, that's I love awesome. that. That sounds yeah. go, mm-hmm. so good. Good. I don't, good I don't, for you. That's know. awesome. Yeah. Do it to it. Knock yourself out. Yeah. A new study has produced the worst, the best and worst state capitals to live in. The top 10 state capitals to live in, Des Moines, Iowa at 10. Albany, New York, or... When people in that area say Albany, mm-hmm. Albany, New York, that's Albany, Jefferson City, Missouri, uh, Montpelier, Vermont, Montpelier, Concord, New Hampshire, Helena, Montana at five, Boise, Idaho at four, Lincoln, Nebraska at three, Madison, Wisconsin at two, and Pierre, South Dakota at one. I'd like to know what factors these are based on. Yeah. Because they all kind of sound like they're Montana, not, Idaho, yeah, Nebraska, Wisconsin, the Dakota. Nowhere, and that's the only I know thing what in they all towns. have in common. <laughs> no people. No people. They're no, they're so no. just just so that our listeners are clear on this Rick and Morty thing. Yeah, yep. Okay, it is an American adult animated science fiction sitcom. Blah blah blah. Um, but it's for Cartoon Network's nighttime programming block, Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yeah. yeah so okay. this is not something. Uh, it's not a kid. Yeah. Cartoon. This is not Nickelodeon. Yeah. This is not. Mm-hmm. So this is the nighttime animated adult. Content. This is grown up Phineas and yes, Ferb. Grown up Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I got it. So heads up on that, no, mamas no. and daddies. Mm-hmm. All right. The worst state capitals to live in: Augusta, Maine, at forty-one. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma at 42. Phoenix. Really? Some people like to say Pahonix. Hmm. Olympia, Washington at 44. Atlanta at 45. Hartford at 46. Denver at 47. Little Rock at 48. Yup. Baton Rouge, Louisiana at 49. Dover, Delaware listed as the worst state capital to live in. But, I mean, what... Once, once again, what constitutes that? I mean, I see why some, you know, but like Baton Rouge, why? It's a college <laughs> What's town. What's the litmus? Before, yeah. maybe before Joe Biden was elected president, Dover was like top of the list. <laughs> maybe. You know, maybe Delaware has just been relegated as a result. So there you go. Best and worst state capitals to live in. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got today's water cooler question right around the corner here on In the Nerd. Did you know? I don't care Your brain rewrites a memory each time you think of it, slowly altering or twisting it over time. Ooh. I can see that. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. If you have ever, if you've seen the Disney movie Inside Out, Mm -hmm. Inside Out does a tremendous job 
of creating, of mapping the human brain yes. and the psyche and your feelings and all that. Yes. And when they do it in such a simplified way that you can almost see it's like well mm-hmm. each time you pull that mm-hmm. memory down and you plug it like a mm-hmm. in your in your gaming console and you play it it alters the media you plug in there a little bit and you put it back on the shelf until yeah. the next time you touch it it's just really remarkable the way the brain works but also when you have that argument with your spouse 20 years later about something that <laughs> happened you're like it was this way and they say no it was that way That's right. who's right yeah <laughs> Or even faint memories, you know, like yes. you know, like mm-hmm. I'll have I'll have a conversation with my, with my parents. Do you remember the such and such? Mm-hmm. And I think, well, the age I had to be, I surely didn't remember it very vividly. But for some reason, I have vivid memory of it. Have we talked about it enough that it's filled in the pic? Yes. Or as was it because of a photograph? Or right. what might it be that? And I gives think that's that, very mm-hmm. possible because there are things that. I will tell this story on, like, from when I was little, but I really should not have had, I should not have been old enough to really remember it. Mm-hmm. But I think the story has been told to me so yes. many times mm-hmm. That's right. that it feels like a memory to me. You've yeah. taken the input yes. of others because your parents say, and you did this, mm-hmm. and you go, okay, I did that. I'm adding that in yeah. there. And so it just, but it's really just kind of remarkable about how memories work mm-hmm. in doing that. So pretty neat. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by texting the answer to 270-259-6000. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. First person to correctly guess it will be the smartest person around the water cooler today and will have their opportunity to choose between theme park tickets. About 15% of elementary students say they want to be in charge of this when they grow up. About 15% of elementary school students say they want to be in charge of this when they grow up. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. About 15% of elementary school students want to be in charge of this. The rest of them don't want to grow up because they're a Toys R Us kid. I don't want to grow up. Mine, mine said that yesterday, actually. Or not that he wanted to be a Toys R Us kid, but he goes, Why, Mom? I said something about being a kid. Mm-hmm. And I said, You know, you taking medicine. I was like, You're going to have to take real pills when you get older. And he goes, But I'm not an older person yet, so I'm going to take gummies as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I like the logic. Yeah. They get very creative with their, with their logic. Adele released some photographs of her Grammy, I mean her Emmys that she won for one night only and a very, very keen-eyed individual noticed that in one of her photographs there is a personalized game box that says the Pauls on it, which has led to speculation that she and Rich Paul are married, but have not announced it. So they've been together for a few years now and not publicly or at least officially, don't know anything about nuptials, but it does make you wonder, maybe this was a, maybe this box was customized, maybe it belonged to his family, and like it's an heirloom of some kind, but it has at least caused speculation to say... Uh, why do you have a box called the Pauls and it's in your photo? It's in it's your photograph. It says it's a game box. Oh, game box. Okay. A okay. personalized game box. Okay. 
on the table is what it says. It looks like mahjong. Yeah, I was going to say uh, tiles. Yeah, okay. in there yeah. maybe that dominoes. When I saw, it, yeah, dominoes. It could be. It's in. It's in that particular shape. So it's a possibility. Jennifer Lawrence has revealed that her baby's name is a boy named Sai. The little one's moniker is inspired by one of her husband, Cook Maroney's favorite artist, Cy Twombly. The Oscar winner felt like her whole life started over when they welcomed the infant, calling her, uh, his arrival her new day one. So, Cy, C-Y, like Cy, uh, Cy Young. Like Cy Young. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they're going to name him. When In the olden days, when I went to school... When your teacher wanted to teach you about World War One, they just went to the library and rolled the AV cart down the hallway <laughs> and plugged the outlet, plugged the power cord into the outlet, and they turned on the tape of All's Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. That was their go-to move. Here's how we're going to teach you about World War One. Well, there is a reboot of All's Quiet on the Western Front. It will be coming to Netflix. And it will be in limited cinematic release on the 28th of October. but And the new trailer is out. Netflix has just released the new trailer for their version, their updated version of All is Quiet on the Western Front. I couldn't tell you anything about the movie All is Quiet on the Western Front, the old version, because if you turned it on in the history class you and you turned the lights out, it was head on the desk, time to sleep. Yes. So as an adult, I may finally learn something. From All's Quiet on the Western Front. But I can't learn it until October the 28th, whenever it comes out. we got to get to a break. We'll come back, see if we have a winner in today's water cooler question. Plus, we'll have the point to ponder, chart toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. I find it odd. Owls have some of the very best eyesight in the animal kingdom. But yet, to signify their wisdom, we put glasses on most of them. <laughs> that see, is kind of silly. When you see an owl, like in cartoon owls, yeah. or we, we think owls have glasses because they look studious and wise. Well, they must be just fake glasses because they don't need, they like, don't they've need got glasses. very, very good eyesight. So, like, that's just kind of odd that we do that. All right, the question was nearly 15%, 15% of elementary school students say they want to run this when they grow up. So we had a bunch of guesses. Uh, Miss Buckles, did you have any that stood out? I really feel like most of mine are higher than 15%. So I will go with one that I think maybe... All right, give a couple. um, Okay, well, rules, parents, world, school lunch, siblings, TV. Interesting. All right, any come to mind, Whitney? Um, Their money, their time, YouTube, and the country. Interesting. So, yeah, it's funny that you all went there. So this was more profession-based. The answer was the zoo. Oh. You know. 15% of kids want to run the zoo whenever they whenever they grow yeah. up. Our kid would want to run the zoo. Yeah, especially yeah. after being introduced to the mm. Dr. Seuss book, yeah, If I, I Ran say. the Zoo. And if so, I Ran the Zoo. That's great. <laughs> that, uh, you know, because yeah. I, when I, of course, I was, I was a little bit jaundiced by the question because I was thinking mm-hmm. uh, firehouse, police department, or well, you know, yeah. the ballpark mm-hmm. or things. But, but I didn't think of it in, because we had a lot, things people like said, the remote 
Uh, you know, like I want to yeah. be in charge of the remote when I grow up. Well, I'm mine like, is oh, my yeah. their money and their time, their room. They want to be responsible for all their stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. you do not. <laughs> yeah, you don't you, want to be responsible for that. It appears that you do. Yeah, your feeling is that you do, but trust me, you really, really don't. Don't the Challenge USA after Big Brother tonight? That's on CBS. Okay. That was actually an MTV thing, and I guess now it's gone over to Big Brother. Because is it all Big Brother people in it? Oh, so they took the challenge. The challenge was MTV, the challenge, mm-hmm. and it had people from the real world and road rules and all of that. And now TJ has gone over and he's doing Big Brother. There so we that, go. That's finally. Uh, so does it make sense it, it's now? Taken, it's taken yes. the generations connected okay. here. We don't know where the host came yeah, from. Yeah, we're like, oh, I love TJ. But, TJ's my favorite. But he seems so. Listen, he's fun. So now it's You'll like him. Big Brother, Survivor, it, Love that's Island. That's right, Survivor. Yes. Um, See, it's all and, those. And, uh, uh, what's the one? The uh, Across the Country. Uh, the British. Amazing it's, Race. The Amazing, Amazing Race. race. There yes. We so, but he seems so confident and comfortable yeah. in that role and everybody as is host. Excited he's been that him. host for 15 years. Okay. So, oh, okay. So. Yes. Well, because it calls him like a BMX. He was. He was a... A professional mm-hmm. bike skateboarder or mm-hmm. something. Like, I don't know. Anyway, he was in the BMX world, and he had an accident that almost killed him. Okay. And so now he, he well, still does that. But he he's is. a slightly younger version of Tony Hawk. Yes, Here a little bit. And okay. he's been hiding on MTV in mm-hmm. like completely out of my sight mm-hmm. yes. for the last 15 years. Because mm-hmm. I assure you, if you've been on MTV for the last 15 mm-hmm. years, I've not seen well, you. Well, and I won't. We didn't. My husband turned on the challenge the other night to watch it, and he was like, not the same. That's funny. Yeah. Today's highlight in history: this date in 1940, Nazi Germany began its uh, began its eight month blitz of Britain during World War II. In 1996, Tupac Shakur was shot and mortally wounded on the Las Vegas Strip. He died six years later, or did he? Mm. Yes, he did. In 2008, troubled mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were placed in government conservatorship. A year ago today, um, more than 400,000 homes and businesses in Louisiana remained without power after the remnants of or after Hurricane Ida went through. Birthdays today, Gloria Gaynor is 79. Julie Kavner is 72 today. Julie Kavner, Julie Kavner, mm-hmm. you know her voice. She is the voice of Marge Simpson. Oh, okay. okay. Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders is 71. Corbin Burnson is forty is 68 today. Diane Warren is 66. Oliver Hudson is 46. Evan Rachel Wood is 35 today. Gone but not forgotten. Elizabeth I, born in 1533. Grandma Moses in 1860. That's why it's Grandma Moses Day. <laughs> J.P. Morgan Jr. in 1867. Paul Brown in 1908. Al McGuire in 1928. Buddy Holly in 1936. Like there are your gone but not forgotten. See if we can find a chart topper or two. Every Lloyd Price, number one, in 58. Correction, 59. I'm going to get married. Whitney, why you're puzzled? Look, you didn't know they had music in 1959. No, I, his voice sounds like another song that I've. Anyway, it. I just he the voice sounds familiar. Mm, yeah, they. Yes. By the way, I watched. I got halfway through Elvis last oh, night. Oh yeah. Um, 
you can tell Boz Luhrmann did it. So Boz Luhrmann also did uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. It's got a very distinct filmmaking style. Mm-hmm. It's it's loud. You know, there's a lot of uh, it's and it's very bright, br- bright yep. brilliant ca- mm-hmm. colors. But it's just so loud to watch in surround sound. It's just you can't hear the dialogue, and then there's the music's too loud and all that. So I just had to do it kind of like in a half dose, and I'll I'll finish it up. Mm-hmm. But if Tom Hanks weren't in it. I wouldn't be as intrigued in it, but he is, and so. Well, Tom Hanks. I gotta gotta hang in there. All right, let's go to 1968. Jeannie C. Riley. I really wish I'd set aside the time to play the entire song today. Junior high. The modern version of this would just be school board meeting. You know, yes. Or site based meeting. Yes. And then she, uh, she, she turns the tables on him. She hands out her own note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. I'm not the kind of you. James Taylor, handyman, number one in 77. I'm handy with love and I Thank you, JT. <laughs> Let's go to services. 1986. Outrageous. Lionel Richie, number one. Dancing on the ceiling. Michael Jackson, You Are Not Alone, number one in 95. Uh, I watched a thing on him last night. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we were talking about yeah. that yesterday. TMZ. For, so yes. who killed him? Well, I... It, <laughs> I didn't get to watch all of it, but I watched yeah. most of it. And I don't know, man. Okay. Interesting. I, we speculated yesterday the answer was going to be us. Yeah. We killed him because Well, all the, the doctors are blaming are, all the doctors. Oh, doctors <laughs> you know? do that sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor, doctor, mm-hmm. doctor, doctor. Uh, my happy ending, Avril Lavigne in 04. Roar, Katy Perry, number one, 2013. Fellow Kentuckian, Katy Perry. Yeah. I know. I wish I had said, I played too much Jeannie C. <laughs> Riley, Harper Valley PTA. I haven't asked you, do we get to call Katy Perry fellow Kentuckian? You since know they, I don't know now since that they they're living here, here a lot. I know. You know, I don't. Mm. I mean, honorary she, Kentuckian. How about that? She's not a Kentucky Colonel. She's not an honorary Kentuckian. I know. You got to either be a Kentuckian or a Kentucky Colonel, apparently. Mm. I don't know, though. No, we can hand out honorarium for that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about Orlando. I don't know. I like him. I like, I've always I mean, liked him. Of course, I like. I kind of liked him before I liked her because of the say, Pirates movies. Yeah, he, so. he, yes. All right, we'll sort it out and we'll get back okay. with everybody. NBC, Whitney, thanks for coming. Oh, yes. Glad to be Hope here. Hope you all have a great time at your uh, your field day. It will be. Tomorrow be down in the I Duff. It's a field day. Please let us know at the office if you're planning to be there. Please. Yeah, or you Thank might you. not get fed. <laughs> yes. That's right. They run a tight ship down there. We try. to make sure. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Most of us are just about as happy as we make up our minds to be. Most of us are just about as happy as we make up our minds to be. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.